Under the leadership of that hardy woodsman, Daniel Boone, a large party set out for the new land, Kentucky. Where else tell to be pretty like me? I'm Colonel Harold Sanders, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my Kentucky Fried Chicken. Have I told you you people are crazy? This is Old Kentucky Tales, the only podcast that solemnly swears that we may be browned off, but we never admit to it. Today's title is World War II Slang is Tickety Boo. I am your host, Brent Taylor. To my left is a co host with Onion, Jason Donner. No, you're going to be the Tickety Boo. <laughs> it's going to blow up. This is uh, the most Tickety Boo episode we have ever done. I think you're totally right about that. In this episode of Old Kentucky Tales, our main event, we'll examine the ins and outs of World War II slang. In our bonus material, We'll look at some government driving tips that prove once and for all that common sense isn't all that common. And along the way, don't forget to support the fake history sponsors who support Old Kentucky Tales. The products are real, only the sponsorship is fake. Cerulean Springs, Trigg County, Kentucky. This famous health and pleasure resort, the oldest in western Kentucky, is situated on the OV Railroad, 14 miles from Princeton and 16 miles from Hopkinsville, and is open year-round, six trains daily. The hotel accommodations are unsurpassed, sulfur and calibiate waters in abundance. Temperature of sulfur water, 56 degrees, flowing from a bold and never-failing spring. An excellent Italian string band on hand. Why not? <laughs> 56 degrees? <laughs> Have you ever gotten into the pool what? when it said 78 no, and you thought, well, that's that, not so bad? Right. Uh, and it's horrible. Why are we doing this again for health? Uh, yeah, it's a vacation, but it's also a health destination. Yeah, I thought that they boiled themselves in the hot springs. Yeah, there are some hot springs. Europe has Which one called La Chapelle that was a big deal. But this is obviously yeah. a cold spring. Yeah, this is new. I don't know what this is. <laughs> They're like, forget it. I don't care. We'll just make it sound like it's good. And I don't think you actually feel better when you dip yourself You'd in there. You'd feel less. But I, but I, You'd be more f- numb and frostbitten. <laughs> I was thinking you hop in and you jump out and suddenly you're walking like you hadn't walked in 20 years. <laughs> it's brisk. It's <laughs> It would wake you up. That's brisk, That's baby. vitality. Let's dunk your head under the freezing cold water. Whew. That is. Okay. <laughs> that is something else. There's a typo at the bottom. Left. What? I can't believe that. I know. You don't <laughs> see them a lot, actually. You don't see typos back then. Yeah. Yeah. We'd... Yeah. Yeah. They did. Uh, they did miss see one there. there. Yeah. Uh, okay. They changed out the D for the P, didn't they? Why haven't we done an episode about that? Newspapers, <laughs> great. printing. Oh, that you meant great typos of the past. <laughs> <laughs> well, has anyone read that Constitution to see if there's no typos in it? <laughs> <laughs> they wrote that out by hand, so definitely no typos. Yeah. Right? Now for the moment where we've all been waiting for. The main event. Round one. Slang. Yes. Kind of a funny thing, right, Jason? Mm-hmm. So it makes perfect sense in the time that you happen to be living in. Yes. And Keep then, going. I'm with you. Then a few <laughs> so years later. So everyone that ever existed. And then a few years later, no one knows what it means. Right. Well, it's it takes a, a while. It's got a real shelf life. But right, Yeah. It's interesting that people create this shorthand, sometimes based on just the appearance of it or whatever you're doing. Yeah. And it's about being cool and we've but got it, a, a neat phrase. And, even that one, though. Yeah, it, you know? it it seems to have some more endurance than most of them. Cool just 
I'm not even going to say it. Endlessly cool. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if a young person heard me say the word cool, they would go, you're pretty old, aren't you? I don't think so. Okay. I think that, that one, at least for I now, think you're still right. has legs. Hmm. So how about, uh, this is kind of fun. These are some cigarette ads. Yeah. And cigarettes are kind of like one of the official sponsors of World War II. Oh, yeah. And it tells you some of the slang. It's stressful. <laughs> well, you're right. And so, right. so, so is this cigarette really mm, going to do anything to you? Right. I don't know if they thought that back then anyway. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> so dog show is a foot inspection. No. So you got some that's some uh, foot fungus or something, yeah, and you've yeah. got to have a dog show to get, <laughs> right, that, get that straightened out. <laughs> I got to go to the dock and get a dog show. And there's with onion, so that's anything good. That means that you were okay. I, I did not slip in a an extra insult there at What's the beginning it? of the okay. show. Wait a minute. For anything very good. So I need some seats so with back then, onion, right? right like a good like, seat. That was like a, a garnish to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kind of spicing it up there, right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's it. So we got uh, some more stuff here. Oh, I love this one. Sugar Report. That's a letter from your girlfriend. Sure. Okay. Yeah, they're quaint. <laughs> got the uh, got the Sugar Report right here. As things are things quaint back then. They're not quaint at the time. They seem quaint now. Yeah, I think so. Um, they put camel things, on every page. Uh, camel. Absolutely. They're trying to make camel into slang. Do you see that? <laughs> absolutely right. Camel well, for the favorite cigarette in the yeah. Marines. Lots of. Uh, are we making cigarettes cool just by doing this? Stop smoking. <laughs> I don't care if you hate us now. Don't smoke camel. Don't smoke anything. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of promoting it. Yes, but we, we also are. do love our smoking audience. Right? Um, so no, if you're out there smoking no. <laughs> and, you, and you have for, tw- for 20 years, we don't want you to suddenly turn off the program. Well, the fact, uh, no, these ads did exist. Back then they had cigarette ads. They're funny. It's totally fine. People are going to smoke, not based on what we say. All right. So we've done all the disclaimers. Yes. We like smokers, but don't smoke. Yeah. I won't go back there okay. to disclaiming. Okay. So so how about... Um, Wait a minute. Boondocks. Boondocks. Gonna... That one has kind of stuck around. Yeah, right? that makes sense. So the wild country... Way huh. out there, outposts. Well, maybe that was part of uh, military slang, and then it that's came back here and got started. I think this is a fun one, too. Ding how for very good. Did you notice the cigarette catchphrase down here? Camels sure are ding how, and they're extra mild. Yeah, they're trying. They're really trying. That one's actually a Chinese phrase, but we were allied with China. Yes. Yeah. Chinese means, phrase for it means very something good. or meant something like that in, in Chinese. Okay. So yeah, so just incorporating that. Sure. And see here's another one with legs. Scuttlebutt means gossip. Sometimes you come out with those nineteen fifties madmen, sixties, <laughs> whatever. The right. scuttlebutt on what's on the street? Scuttlebutt on the street, yep. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, not very often, but it, it, it seems no, to have it's, lasted a little bit. Yeah, I don't, normal people don't say it, but in <laughs> movies they do. If you, <laughs> right. If you lay that one out, people go, okay. Yeah, they'd probably have some some kind of reminiscence about it. Uh, I like this paratroopers ad because it's got some of the stuff that they're saying in the middle of the fight. Hit the silk is jumping. Oh, yeah. No, that like sounds that like a cool phrase, That right? is actually cool. Hit we got to si- hit the silk yeah, the in sig- 0500 hours. <laughs> right. Yes, we're hitting the silk, boys. Smoke them if you got them. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Smoke them on the way down. And after you get down. And 
<laughs> All the rest of it. Whipping silk is shaking the parachute to remove dirt. Good idea. And air pockets. Whipping silk. That sounds cool, too. I just right. I really like that one. Hit the silk and whipping silk. Have you ever jumped out of a plane? I have not, and I don't plan to do so. Of course not. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these guys had to, obviously. Right. That, that, yeah. That's different. If you had to, Oh, you had no, to. I know. They did it uh, for, like, I'm sure some of them are like, I'd really rather not do this, but I'll do it to win the war. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the tank forces. Tank stuff's got to be cool, right? We uh, we always like tank stuff on Iron the Iron horses. Iron horses are the tanks. Perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. Gear happy, shifting gears too often. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, some airplane slang. Man, you Landing gear is legs. Kite is airplane. My, sure. my kite took five shots from the yeah, enemy I fighter. Guess I could, yeah, I can see. That makes sense. Yeah. Kite nurse is a member of the ground crew. And camel for your favorite cigarette. Absolutely. Did you see this thing about the T zone? The T zone are where cigarettes are judged, it says. And (laughs) and it's your mouth. I like that. So, what's the point? How's this cigarette better for my T zone? (laughs) Which is just his middle part of what they're saying. Thing like that. For my cheeks and my chin, chin really savors the tobacco. (laughs) Yeah, totally right. I like that camel, though. If, as a child, I was drawn to smoking because that little cartoon camel was on there. I'm for Joe Camel, right? I mean, for real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. This is, he's part of the problem. <laughs> uh, the Navy. So, belay means stop. That's an old pirate word, right? Is it? So, well, belay, yeah, belay, it sounds like a ship term. Is yeah. it pirate? I think that's an old pirate word. Well, what's the phrase? Belay? They don't just say belay. Uh, yeah, like belay there. They call out to you to belay, to stop. Uh, chop, chop means hurry up. Oh, that one's sticking You hear that every once in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this might be my very favorite. Well, it's the, at the end, so I'm going to assume it the is. The Army Bomber Squadrons laying the eggs <laughs> for dropping bombs. Yeah. How cool is that? Uh, yeah, that's... Like, you're up there at 8,000 feet or right. whatever. You and can't like, help but think. We got to lay the eggs, boys. Right. Da, 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 da. And yeah. then everything blows up. Yeah, it's just like it. Uh, I'm drawing a blank here. It's not a metaphor. No. A a simile. simile. I don't yeah. know. Those two are tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I should browned know that. Off. I think browned off could make a comeback. That means you're bored. I'm browned off. Yeah, I'm browned off right now. Why don't you go ahead and just lay that out on someone sometime? (laughs) Lay that egg. Mm -mm. (laughs) I knew there'd be something in here like this. How about a piece of cake for an easy job? That has staying power. Now, is that? Okay, but did did they take that with them and use it a lot? It's hard to say if that was already in use. Yeah, maybe. Maybe in the 20s or something. I'm not sure. This thing next is also really cool. It came from a book called His Service Record. And this is a book apparently you could get if you were in the Navy or something like that. It has blanks in there where you fill in what ship you served on okay, and where you went. And, and uh, it's kind of like a yearbook for the war. Yes. And in it, one of the pages is war terms and slang. And you'll see some of these same phrases come up again and there. Scuttlebutt, for example, but tickety boo means perfect. Tickety boo. That's cool. That just that now that feels like mid 
20th century. It definitely does. But you can definitely tell that, that when you whipped that out for the first time in its heyday, that was a nice phrase, right? It's one of those like, well, what did you mean by that? You take it in context and like, maybe I'll say that. Yeah, I've heard, I've actually heard that like in old movies. And You've TVs. heard Tickety Boo? I, I had actually, never heard that before. Well, not in person, but just like 50s, like you said. Okay. Movies. So they came back home, made a few movies. It was still hip to say, right? Oh, yeah. It just became part of the vernacular. Okay. What's the, what's some funny ones? A life-saving jacket is a Mae West. So I'm guessing that's about the shape. Yeah, because uh-huh. that was her. Oeuvre, so to speak. Or how about uh, Brawley is a parachute? I like that one because Brawley is slang in England for an umbrella. You know, the parachute looks like an umbrella. We're oh, hanging yeah. out with British soldiers because they're our allies. Yeah. And they said the word Brawley. You think it's neat. Oh, I love this about language, how this happens. Yeah. You know, that, that we just all incorporate right? everybody. Well, we do incorporate everybody's language. Uh, Popeye is spinach. That's a fun one. Makes sense, yeah. That makes sense. He's a very famous character around that time. 400W means maple syrup. Is that an oil reference? Thick like it oil, like maybe? It. I'm not sure. I don't. That's just a guess about that one. I like this one. Kerdumpf. And it gave you a definition about it. Originally a bumping noise made by an aircraft when it landed. Now an exclamation of surprise or emphatic agreement. Ooh, this one's cool. A scatter gun is a machine gun. I've heard that too in like old thing, old shows and stuff. Yeah, spend yeah. way too much time on that scatter gun. Yeah, that's like a gangster term, 1930s. Right. Or how about Padre for chaplain? Yeah. And Holy Joe for a chaplain's assistant. Don't, yeah, I don't know that. I had to talk to the Holy Joe. <laughs> I guess that's right. Scatter gun. I like that. There's some other really cool ones here. Zero hour is the time for an attack. Oh, the yeah. zero hour has approached. Oh, yeah. What about a mustard? A smart pilot is a mustard. Yeah, that's weird, right? Now, I, that's don't, I don't one, see how that one got started. Yeah, that's – we don't know that one. Is that it's it's kind of uh, – you well, know, mustard, mustard, mustard's like a, a pop is, of is flavor. Is a good thing? Yeah, right? Mustard so being good? actually having a smart pilot is sort of like, <laughs> like a little unusual. I don't know, I don't know uh, if that's what they're saying. Mustard, I guess. It doesn't matter. Once it gets started, right? Yeah, it's kind of how they uh, – they yeah, once well, you know what they mean, you know what they mean. I'll say all these today. I'll try to get them all out. I'll work them into the conversation. <laughs> popsicle is a motorcycle. Try that one on Popsicle. Sometime. Motorcycle, yeah. Got, yeah, hopped on my Popsicle. Drove down to the I coast. I could see that one. Not too bad. <laughs> now let's pay a few bills while we're at it here, Jason. So this part of the program is brought to us by Dr. Houghton's Pepsin, prepared from the fourth stomach of the ox. It has done more to alleviate the sufferings of dyspeptics in the last two years than all other remedies combined. Pepsin is the chief element of the great digestive principle of the gastric juice. It is the material used by farmers in making cheese called Rene. A few grains of Dr. Houghton's preparation of pepsin taken by dyspeptic persons just before or after eating digest the contents of the stomach thereby affording immediate relief. <laughs> you knew we'd have an ad like that, right? Yeah, no, there's always one like that, too. The fourth um, stomach of the ox? Yeah, what? What's, what's that about? I mean, uh, is the third stomach no good for pepsin? It's too strong. <laughs> I guess it's necessary for us to know all this. It you is know? like too much why information, I, right? I know. Like, like, hey, just take this 
<laughs> and you won't have yeah, as much here's indigestion. what it'll do. You don't need to know it's from the stomach of something. I don't now, even know what, what now, is pepsin. I am not a scientific expert, okay. but I did look into this a little bit, and it does appear that we've got certain medicines today that are like we keep getting d- them they're, from. They're derivatives of like pig okay. stuff or something, right? You, can you tell mean they're guts? You can say guts. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. I wouldn't I, know. I guess there's but something to it. Advertisement, all, I don't know. but back then people thought, oh, that sounds like that's right. That's science. It that does. sounds impressive. It sounds convincing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> if it didn't work, why are they going to tell you about the fourth stomach of the ox? Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal on cows having so many stomachs? That's, that's related. A, that's a great question. I, I mean, <laughs> you heard that when you were a little kid, right? Oh, sure. They have eight stomachs or six or something. Yeah, and... And it's one big long stomach. They, uh, yeah, aren't they really or it's like eight chambers? Individually chambered. <laughs> right. I, I think they're chambers of the same thing, but I don't know. I picture I it's one stomach, a tiny tube connected to the next stomach, a tiny tube. You know. <laughs> we'll look it up. We'll have to we'll have to get a scientific expert in here on the No, I'll just Google it. <laughs> stomach of a <laughs> eight stomach cow. Mm. Yeah, but the do they really have all those stomachs? I bet that's a question. You know how you type in something and then it gives you suggestions for what the question should oh, really yeah. be? Oh, yeah. Maybe you meant this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, maybe you didn't want to ask such a stupid question. Yeah, right. Everybody knows about calcium. Or they'll calcium. just show you something. They'll show you a two-headed calf. Oh, right. I didn't and... ask for that. <laughs> I'm dyspeptic now. A dyspeptic. A dyspeptic. Yeah, so that's... Uh, that's so that's a grouchy person, Indigestion. Too, right? Yeah, but a dyspeptic is just kind of a... I think I have seen that used gr- as adjectives. The literal meaning, of course, is indigestion. Yeah. But I think they're... Right, but you're they're, just they're aggravated. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That you got something wrong with you. Right. Uh, we got a driving tip that we've got to see about, right? In our oh. bonus material. So let's hit the road. Message furnished by the Governor's Coordinated Committee for Traffic Safety. Auto seat belts have been credited with saving many lives in traffic accidents. However, accident investigations show that not all who have seat belts use them. The best way for drivers and passengers to obtain maximum protection from seat belts is to make using them a habit. Yeah, you really got to click them, or they <laughs> won't hold anything. <laughs> this isn't. This is straightforward, though. It's saying you should wear it. So go Just ahead. Just do it. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of of the opinion, use it or don't use it. Don't say it, Brent. That's your choice. Ugh, it's too late. You your said choice. it. It's your choice. It's your choice. Yeah. It is your well, Now, I use my it's always your choice. every time, even if I'm driving to the end of the driveway. However. No, you if don't. So, I, I do. Like, you know, if I, <laughs> I don't drive to the end of the driveway. <laughs> the driveway. But Who if does I did, that? I would put the seatbelt Then you get on. back out and go in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people go to the mailbox like that, where they, they oh, drive that's to true. the mailbox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't do that either. But uh, but if I did, I would wear a seatbelt. So belt you wear it all the time. I, I, I wear it without You're, fail. Right. Like, not even, not even like, two houses over. And really? And I just don't want to bother. No. Okay. I, I would put it on for that. That's good. But, uh, but you don't think that there should be a law. If you don't want to wear yours, hey. Uh, yeah, well, that's always my option anyway. And I might get in trouble if I don't. Yeah. Uh, I always do anyway because I'm afraid of death or disfigurement. <laughs> right. Or pain. Yeah, see, for me, that's enough. I don't have to be <laughs> that's told enough. to do it. That's just another one of these things where uh-huh. the same thing. We talk about that today. And that's from the 60s. 
Yeah. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a constant. But still, thing. some of those seatbelt the seatbelts were becoming like added to cars. So well, now that's true. They maybe were a bit people new had to be convinced then. a little bit. Like, what am I doing? Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm I've, strapping myself in. Now I remember the '80s. Now the '80s was a different story. Yeah. I remember crawling around in the back of station wagons, and I I remember uh, oh like, yeah riding in the back of a truck. Yeah, my parents to a did not. Pool. No, parents did not care, or it was not. Uh, it's weird to think about. Did they care? Because n- they did not enforce it. Uh, they and now cared, I wonder why. It, it just wasn't on people's it radar just wasn't, screen. Right. It didn't seem like important at the time. Yeah. And uh, that was a long, long time ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. We used to come back to Kentucky from Illinois and they'd say, take your seatbelts off. We're home. Because <laughs> Kentucky was no law, but Illinois was. And I can remember clearly we'd all click them right off on that bridge. <laughs> so, so you're up there. I'm like, Mom, what? <laughs> That's funny. What about me? You, you cross over to, towards exit three and it's like, okay. <laughs> right. Seatbelt relief. <laughs> I'm up in the back dash, like looking at the cars behind me. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we have now turned to the final page of this chapter, but the story will continue. You can download even more episodes on iTunes or the NPR One app. If you like what you hear, Please leave a review or rate us. If you didn't like it, well, that's okay, too. Special thanks to WKMS, our producer Todd Birdsong, the Paducah School of Art and Design, West Kentucky Community and Technical College. You can learn a lot there. And the rest is history. <laughs>